ang biyaya ng Diyos ay sumaating lahat. Welcome po sa worship celebration ng Christchurch Ortigas. Kinagagalak ko po kayong makasama sa araw na ito. At uh, alam po natin na ang nagdaang dalawang linggo ay ECQ. Ngayon naman po ay MECQ. Whatever it is, it means lockdown. And for me, lockdown is invitation from God. That this invitation is so important that we need to understand God Himself. Ano ba talaga ang gusto ng Panginoon? Ang pinakagusto ng Panginoon ay doon sa kanyang salita na sinasabi na if you will seek me, you will find me if you will seek me with all your heart. Just few days ago, meron ako narinig na mga kabataan nagsasabi, what is your favorite verse na ina-apply mo sa buhay mo? Ah, ang favorite verse ko is Jeremiah 29.11. Hindi ako makapag, uh, makasagot sa kanila. I don't want to discourage them that that, that that particular verse is not for them but for the Israelites during that time. And um, not also knowing what it means is very dangerous. So, Um, I believe that uh, this lockdown entails um, what we call invitation. So, uh, kumusta ang iyong prayer life? For the past the days, kami po sa CCO ay uh, uh, nagkakaroon ng prayer meeting every day, 8am. Kakaunti lang po nga sumasabi, sumasama. Subalit, alam po namin na uh, itong values na ito ay napaka-importante. We just want to have these values throughout CCO and even our uh, loved ones and our friends ay uh, ini-invite namin para sa um, prayer meeting na ito. Today, it's a very special day because I know that this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Today, we will talk more about the battle of our for our mind at ang battle na ito ay hindi natatapos-tapos dahil araw-araw ito at maraming mga bagay na dapat nating matutunan lalong-lalo na sa attack ng kaaway at dahil dito kinikailangan labanan natin ang mga attacks na ito but before that tayo po ay manalangin dakilang Diyos na makapangyarihan sa lahat kami po ay nananampalataya sa inyo Pinupuri po namin ang inyong pangalan. We uh, worship you, dear God. We lift your name, dear God. We, we adore you, dear God. And we magnify you, dear God, in our life. Lord, thank you. We believe that you are with us who can be against us. That's why all praises, all glory is yours alone, dear God. Oh, Holy Spirit, be with us right now. We pray that you will lead us into something really, really good for our life. Lord, help us, dear God, to understand even the basic principle of an invitation, your invitation for us. And so, dear God, as we know more about your will, be with us, dear God, as we study these words from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Alam nyo ba? na isa sa pinakaayaw na ayaw ng Panginoon ay ang pagiging negative. Kung hindi mo pa alam, ngayon alam mo na. So, ang pagiging negative sa, sa Diyos ay uh, ito ay nagbubunga ng hindi maganda. Take for example, 
yung ginawa ng mga Israelites nung papasok sila sa tinatawag na na promised land. Nung papasok sila sa promised land, ang nangyari doon, ang nagpadala si Moses ha, ng uh, spies, uh, yung mga nag-espiya. Ito ay uh, composed ng 12 para sa different uh, tribes ng Israel. So everyone, merong representation ang tawag sa kanila ay Spice Boys. <laughs> mga, siguro natawa kayo. Pero ang tawag sa kanila yung 12 Spice of Israel. At pumasok nga sila doon sa Promised Land. At nung um, pabalik, bumalik yung sampo na tira yung dalawa, si Joshua at si Caleb. So yung sampo, negative kagad yung kanilang binigay na balita. At dahil doon, nagalit ang Diyos. Ang sabi nila, Yes, it's filled with milk and honey. However, uh, merong giants doon. As compared to us, para tayong grasshoppers. That's the problem. So, ano nangyari? Ang nangyari is this. Dahil doon, sa pangyayaring yon. ang Panginoon ngayon ay uh, nagsabi na ay, lahat ng ano, 20 years old, pataas, ay hindi na makakapasok sa, sa promised land. Except of course kay Joshua at kay Caleb nung bumalik sila. Teka muna, ano nangyayari? Hindi nila alam kung ano nangyayari. Pero the idea here is that yung negative, yung negativity ng mga spy na yon ay nagsuffer ang generations, ang mga old generations. Nagsuffer silang lahat na hindi, kahit si Moses, hindi nakapasok sa promised land. Can you imagine that? So, meron na kung ano, uh, um, chapter dito sa Bible uh, it's an, in, it is an, in, in, in Old Testament in the book of Jeremiah the prophet Jeremiah alam niya nagpo-prophesy siya isa sa prophesy, prophe, prophecy niya um, at ang mga prophecy hindi to yung hula na katulad ngayon na kung ano naramdaman ng mga hula yun ang sasabihin niya hindi ito ay galing sa Diyos at doon sa ginawa ni, ni Jeremiah kinausap siya ng Panginoon to sabihin mo sa, sa Israelites sa Jerusalem pati yung si um, si Pashur si Pashur isa, siya yung priest nung time na yon ang sabi sa kanya ng Panginoon Ah, magkakaroon ng ano disaster. Bibigyan ko ng disaster. Ah, malupit yung disaster. If you look at the whole chapter in Jeremiah chapter 19, pinapakita doon kung gaano kalupit yung disaster na ibibigay ng Panginoon sa kanila. Kaya doon sa Jeremiah 20, yun ang ibinungad ni Jeremiah kay Pashur. At si Pashur, ah, anong yari kay Pashur ay nagkaroon ng tinatawag na discouragement. Tanong, Meron ka bang discouragement ngayon? Ano ang mga discouragement mo ngayon? Ano ang nagpupush sa'yo upang lumayo sa Panginoon dahil sa mga discouragement? Ano yung mga discouragement na yun na nagpupush away from God? So, ito yung mga bagay na dapat nating maintindihan at pag-aralan. Bakit ba natin pinag-aaralan yung tinatawag na, na discouragement? Alam mo kung bakit? Kasi galing ito sa kaaway. At dahil galing ito sa kaaway, dapat pag-aralan natin. Uh, take note, ha? take note. The Bible specifically says that uh, God did not give us the spirit of fear. Uh, but He gives gave us what? The Spirit, the Holy Spirit, uh, the wisdom. 
So, eto, etong, etong pinag-uusapan natin ay napapanahon din. Dahil, alam nyo ba, just few uh, days ago, ayan, nabalitaan natin yung tungkol sa Afghanistan. Alam nyo ba kung ano yung, yung nangyari doon sa Afghanistan? Bigla na lang umalis ang Amerika at yung uh, mga Taliban sila na naghari ng Afghanistan. Um, siguro marahil sa mga Pilipino, baliwala ito, pero merong tinatawag na uh, domino effect. At yung domino effect na yon sa buong mundo at yung nangyari dito, meron kayong distress ang buong mundo. Which is also mentioned in um, the, the Gospel of Luke na ito ay isa sa, sa signs ng end times. So, hindi tayo pupunta doon. Alam natin na medyo... Uh, madugo pagdating sa end times and uh, when we talk about end times hindi natin alam kung kailan ba talaga what we can also uh, what we can only tell is that what we call the prophecies involved etong kay Jeremiah eto yung gagawin ng Panginoon sa mga sa mga tao sa Jerusalem so can you imagine um, bibigyan ko kayo ng example doon sa Jeremiah 19 siguro Uh, konting example lang para maintindihan nyo kung bakit uh, bakit ganun na lang ang ano ang uh, ang problema nila ano ano yung magiging problem nila ng ng mga tiga tiga uh, uh, Jerusalem et etong sabi ng Panginoon kay kay Jeremiah sabihin mo sa kanila this what the Lord in verse 11 I will smash this nation and this city just as this potter's jar is smashed and cannot be repaired. They will be they will bury the dead in Tophet until there is no more room. This is what I will do to this place and to those who live here, declares the Lord. I will make this city like Tophet. The houses in Jerusalem and those of the kings of Judah will be defiled like this place. Tophet all the houses where they burn incense on the roofs to all starry hosts and poured out drink offerings to another gods. Ito yung sinasabi na disaster will come. In verse 15, this is what the Lord God said. The God of Israel said, Listen, I am going to bring this city and all the villages around it. Every disaster I pronounce against them. Can you imagine? <laughs> Hindi ko alam kung ano yung anong malupit na na uh, words ang sasabihin ko patungkol sa disaster na to but i believe god is talking about a disaster like this uh, siguro mababaw pa tong pandemic na to pero it talks about yung wala nang room sa mga patay kaya nga na, na, napansin natin isa sa uh, nakita natin doon sa sa visayas eh wala na ba paglagyan ng mga patay nilagay na nila sa refrigerator yung ibang patay can you imagine this disaster and if we talk about disaster of this level of this magnitude we are talking about discouragement di ba nagkakaroon tayo ng discouragement kaya nga from verse 1 of chapter 20 ng Jeremiah hanggang dito sa verse 6 Uh, it talks of, uh, Jeremiah is talking to Pashur at uh, the, the priest the priest at, at ang sinasabi niya ito ang mangyayari ito ang mangyayari at isa sa mangyayari mapupunta kayo sa Babylon can you imagine teka muna ang mangyayari sa akin doon ako mamamatay hindi ako dito mamamatay I will I, they will bury me there yes 
Hindi ka dito mamamatay. So, what does it mean when we talk about um, discouragement of this magnitude? It talks about something that is so negative. But we need to understand this. First of all, discouragement is part of life. Kasama ang discouragement sa buhay. Discouragement, discouragement comes most often when you do right things but experience poor result. You work, you work hard, but you don't make progress. You show up in every practice, in every day, giving it your all, but you lose every game. Parang church, ano? Ibinigay na lahat ni pastor ang kanya. Wala nang natira. Kaawa-awa ang pastor. So, balit, walang nangyayari. It sounds like very familiar in the home home front. The church. Diba? Ginawa na lahat. Lahat ng program. Lahat ng, ng reach out. Lahat ng, ng pwedeng uh, encouragement sa mga, sa mga members. Pero wala pa rin nangyayari. And this discouragement, it's a hole in our hearts. I've been there. Sino sa atin ang hindi na discourage Because it's all part of life. It's just like we want to quit. And I can tell you this. Huh? Many times in my life, I want to quit the ministry. That's the truth. Because the truth is that it's all because of what we call discouragement. This discouragement that is eating up the, the, the very heart of the people, ito yung makakapagpahinto sa atin. At ito ay, ay um, weapon ng kaaway para sa atin. And you know what? Nagsisimula ang discouragement sa mind. That's why we've said it before and I will say it again. Your mind is your greatest asset. That's why you need to guard your mind, your heart. Kinakailangan, alamin mo, sabi ng, ng Bible, take captive every thought. That's the first um, uh, sermon na ginawa natin dito sa theme natin ngayon. ba? So, ano, ano ang pwede natin gawin pagdating sa discouragement? Just, ang gagawin lang ba natin? Shall we give in to discouragement without doing anything? Ikaw ba ay gusto mo na talagang umalis? Just, just because you are so discouraged, you want to quit? You want to, to, to um, do something else in life? And I tell you, you need partners. Alam mo, uh, this is where I appreciate my wife. Kasi every time that I am discouraged, siya talaga yung nag-encourage sa akin. Ginagamit niya ang mga words ng Panginoon laban sa akin. Can you imagine that? Ako yung sinesermonan palagi. So, when, when, what, what, what does a Christian can do when he or she feels discouraged? Yun ang nakakalungkot. Kasi, Marami sa atin hindi alam ko ano ang gagawin. Just like um, few days ago, meron akong kausap. 
ito ay uh, uh, professed Christian. Siya ay umaattend sa malaking church. Siya ay attendee. Siya ay um, every Sunday nagpa-participate sa malaking church. At um, uh, for a long time, siya ay naging part ng uh, Sunday worship ng malaking church. However, just a few days ago, I learned na siya ay, sabi niya, agnostic na raw siya. <laughs> sabi, hindi ko alam kung ano sasabihin ko sa kanya. You started out um, very um, committed with the work of God and you ended up, because of the pandemic, you ended up being an agnostic. At meron pa siyang binigay na video nung isang artist ng America na siya ay agnostic at doon siya nakikinig ngayon. I just tell that person, sabi ko sa kanya, well, in terms of my faith, uh, I don't trust people's feelings and people's mind. I just trust the word of God when it comes to my faith. So nakakalungkot. Bakit? Kahit na anong sabihin mo, agnostic, um, uh, kung ano-ano pang mga terms ang uh, ginagamit nila, pare-parehas lang yan. Ang ibig sabihin yan, walang Diyos. <laughs> Hindi sila naniniwala sa tunay na Diyos. It's either you believe or you're not. That's how it is. Wala nang iba. Walang, walang in-between. At walang level yon. It's either you believe or you're not. Because of discouragement, nakakalungkot. Nakakalungkot. Ang kalagayan ng mga kristyano ngayon, lalong-lalo na ngayong pandemic, ang kalalagayan ng mga kristyano ngayong pandemic ay tila bagaw wala silang Diyos. That's why they, they're doing it wrong. And they, they think they figure out how to do it and yet kung ano-anong mga pinagagawa. Diyan yung nangungutang sila, andyan din nagbabayad, dyan, dyan, maraming mga bagay ang nangyayari na sa buhay nila na akala nila ito ang tama pero ang totoo niyan, they end up miserable because of what we call discouragement. Again, we are studying discouragement because it, ito ay isa sa pinaka matinding kalaban sa mind natin ang discouragement when discouragement eat up our heart and our mind that's it maraming mga decisions natin ang napeperwisyo dahil lang doon so tanong ano gagawin natin ano gagawin natin you see Jeremiah rise above discouragement on which we want to focus. In the last of these uh, recorded laments, which is similar to Jesus' uh, Gethsemane experience, uh, we find the highs and lows of human emotions. Ano-ano yun? Grief and joy, despair and delight, uh, perplexity and praise. Again, grief and joy, 
despair and delight, perplexity and praise. Like Jesus, Jeremiah reminds us that even a faithful servant of God can become discouraged. Jeremiah lived above his feelings and fulfilled God's will. And we too can rise above discouragement. Ang tanong papano? Pastor, papano natin gagawin yan? Well, meron akong i-discuss dito sa chapter na to. Jeremiah 20 verse 7, sabi ng ni Jeremiah, He complained. Have you heard yourself complain to God? <coughs> Pastor, medyo mahirap yata mag-complain kay Lord. Yeah, you can. Of course you can. But the truth is that it's hard for us to complain, lalong-lalo na kung ang nasa isip mo pa rin ay hindi ka protected ng grace ng Panginoon. Take note. Take note. You are a child of God. That's why uh, you are allowed even in complaining. So, nag-complain si Jeremiah. Sabi niya dito sa verse 7, You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You overpowered me and prevailed. I am ridiculed all day long. Everyone mocks me. Oh, diba? So, what shall we do when we are discouraged? First things first, be honest. Tell God how you feel. It's one thing to be discouraged. It's another thing to just go on or move on with your life without Jesus, without Jesus Christ, without God. Diba? Jeremiah was honest. He felt deceived by God. The word deceived means to be enticed or seduced. Obviously, God does not dismiss or trick people. But Jeremiah felt that God had lured him into the ministry only to make him a laughing stock. Habang binabasa ko to, alam mo, sounds familiar. This is so familiar. <laughs> Nasabi ko na rin one time, Lord, bakit ba pumasok ako sa ganito? Alam mo, binaparasahan. Ang hirap-hirap ng ministry. And here comes pandemic. To think that pandemic is um, easy for pastors, think again. <laughs> Alam mo ba kung gano'ng kahirap maging pastor sa time ng pandemic? Alam mo kung paano? No, mawawalan ka ng mga, ng mga members. Hindi na nagpapakamdam ang mga members mo namatayan ka na ng mga um, mission partners maaalala ka ng member mo kapag ka nagkaroon sila ng COVID o nagkaroon yung tatay at nanay nila ng COVID uh, kapag ka nagpray ka kinikailangan ipagpray mo lahat ng ano kasi talagang labanan ito yung mga hindi nagkaka-COVID na member mo ang nangyayari ay nagkakaroon ng problema sa pag-iisip so kinikailangan kausapin mo sila ipag-pray mo sila <coughs> alamin mo kung ano mga kinikailangan nilang uh, kinikailangan nila sa buhay and so forth and so on do you think it's easy? no, it's not 
It's not. So love your pastors. Even yung mga nakikinig sa akin from from different uh, uh, church. <clears throat> love your pastor. You know why? Because the truth is that it's really hard to be a pastor during the pandemic. Ang nakakalungkot dito, ha? kapag ka nawalan ng support group ang pastor, he's on his own. At marami na akong nakitang mga pastor na nag-quit sa ministry during this pandemic. And even leaders of the church, they they profess that they are leaders, pero sa totoo lang, nawawala. Maraming nawawala ngayon. Nasaan ka? Kung ikaw ay nakikinig ngayon, at ikaw ay member ng church, why not give time ha, para mag-reach out sa mga alam mong kakilala mo sa church? Reach out to them. You know why? It really meant something. Reach out to your pastors. So, the truth is that when we look at discouragement, the first thing that we should do is to be honest. Di ba? Be honest. Sabi ni Jeremiah, Teka muna, Lord, para naman naisahan ako dito. Naisahan mo yata ako, Lord, kasi pinapasok mo ako dito, tapos pinagtatawanan nila ako. The truth is, he felt like a helpless girl who had been seduced and overpowered by a deceptive lover. Niloko mo ako. Yun ang sabi ni Jeremiah. He felt ridiculed and offended. His voice was not making a difference. Salita siya ng salita, pero walang nangyayari. Walang pumapasok sa, sa isip ng tao, sa utak ng tao, sa puso ng tao. Walang nangyayari. He was crying. And he's crying out for the people to repent. And yet, they continued toward destruction and judgment. Jeremiah in Jeremiah's intense lament was private for God alone, not public. God wants us to talk to Him. God wants you to talk to Him. Even when you're angry with Him and frustrated and upset, He wants us to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. A lot of uh, dishonesty goes on in a relationship even with God so for us to fight for relationship we need to be honest and sometimes honesty ay masakit so balit kapag ka nasabi mo honestly speaking ha, na ilabas mo sa, sa, sa dibdib mo tandaan mo to nakakagaang din yon. sabi mo sa katabi mo magsabi ka kasi ng totoo Kung minsan eh, lalong-lalo lang yung mga tatay. Mga tatay eh. Marami dyan, mapagpanggap eh. Iniisip nila, malakas sila. Malakas nga ba? Oh, sabihan nyo yung tatay nyo, yung mister mo, sabihan mo. Magsabi ka kasi ng nararamdaman mo. So, that's the truth. We need to speak out. People, siguro, um, um, ask me, um, is it wrong to be angry with God? First, we must remember that anger is an emotion. And oftentimes, emotions are neither right nor wrong. They just are emotion. Diba? Uh, what we do with our emotion is a separate issue. 
people are sometimes surprised by the answer na binibigay natin. If you feel anger toward God, you should tell Him. If you, ganun din naman eh, kahit naman sa relasyon natin sa bawat isa, kung may sama ka ng loob, magsabi ka na merong pag-ibig. Magsabi ka. Sabihin mo ko ano ang nararamdaman mo. Tayo mapagpanggap tayo. Marami sa atin ang mapagpanggap. Huwag kang magpanggap sa iyong emotion dahil yan ang ikamamatay mo. It's all part of our mind. If, if you want to be defeated with your mind, then forget about it. Don't be vulnerable with your emotion. But if you want to, to um, take captive every thought, one thing for sure, you need to tell the truth. So, you, you poured out. Just like Jesus Christ, when He was talking with His Father in heaven in the Garden of Gethsemane, He poured out His emotion to Him. Diba? Wala siyang, wala siyang hinold back. But He poured out. God does not want us to stuck in anger or any other negative feelings we may have. Ayaw niya yun. Ayaw ng Panginoon na manatili ka. Manatili ka sa galit na meron ka. This is why we should be honest with God in prayer. We should go before God as we are. Not pretending to be someone we are not. If we are honest with God in prayer, we will feel a sense of deep freedom and we will find ourselves having a deeper relationship with God and less discouragement. So, pwede ba yun? Yes, pwede yun. He is your father. That's why. Even if you are ang- angry with him, you must be honest with him about your emotion and about what you think. The next thing that you should do, I will read verse 9. He said, But if I say I will not mention his word or speak anymore in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. Yung sabi niya. Ang ibig sabihin ni, ni, ni Jeremiah dito is that, alam mo, may sinabi niya sa akin, kinikailangan ko sabihin to. So, not only that you need to be honest with God, if you feel discouraged, you should be obedient also. That means, keep doing what you've been called to do. Dumawa ka. Alam mo, same thing. Maraming mga tao, Christians na very active during before or before the pandemic and right now wala na sila you know why because they stopped doing the things that they are called to do because of discouragement na discouraged sila ayaw na nila so Jeremiah yun ang ginawa niya gagawin ko pa rin ito Lord kahit alam kong ha pinagtatawanan ako. I will do it anyway. Do it anyway. Di ba? Kung discouraged ka at ayaw mo nang magpray, feeling mo ayaw mo magpray, then pray anyway. This is a challenge. Kung discouraged ka at ayaw mo nang makinig kay pastor, ha? 
Pakinggan mo pa rin. It's a challenge. Kung, kung discouraged ka dahil sa mga nangyayari ngayon at ayaw mo nang makipagkita sa mga kasamahan mo sa church, ayaw mo nang makipagkwentuhan, ayaw mo nang tumawag, tumawag ka, makipagkwentuhan ka. Gawin mo pa rin. Iniwanan mo ang small group mo. Wow, yun ang mabigat. <laughs> nang iwan ng small group, ayaw mo na, matitigas ang ulo ng mga yan. Imagine, Lord, ikaw, isa lang ang hudas. Sa akin, lahat hudas. <laughs> so, kung ayaw mo, ayaw mo na, then gawin mo pa rin. You stand and do the things that God wants you to do because that is right. Be obedient anyway. Can I get an amen on that? Diba? When you are called, you can't ignore that call. Diba? Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin, Lord, next time na lang. Gawin mo pa rin. Kaya nga ako, nandito pa rin eh. Para, sabi ko nga sa inyo, madawing beses na akong gustong magpaalam sa ministry and yet nandito pa rin. Why? Because the fact, the truth is that I will do it anyway. Next is in verse 11. Masyadong mahaba na itong pinag-uusapan natin. But this is very interesting, I tell you. Uh, just bear with me. Be patient. Be patient. Minsan lang mahaba ang sermon ni Pastor Henry. Be patient. In verse 11, sabi niya, But the Lord is with me. Can you imagine this? He still believed that the Lord is with him. But the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. So my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. They will fail and be totally disgraced. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. Sinasabi dito? You need to be watchful. Know that the Lord is with you. Just like Jeremiah. Sabi ni Jeremiah, the Lord is with me. Like a violent warrior. Yung ibang translation. He was not on the losing side. He was in the winning side. He was going to win because the Lord was with him like a mighty warrior. God would deal effectively in his own way and time with his enemy. Imagine this. Huh? Imagine this. All the promises of God is for you. Through Christ Jesus our Lord. That is why when God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, that means you are in the winning side. You cannot allow yourself to be discouraged because God is with you and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Pastor, nagsisermon na. Sabi mo sa katabi mo ngayon. Sabi mo. Sabi mo sa kanya, kasama mo si Lord. That's the truth. A.W. Tozer writes, Living in the glow of God's presence will enable you to fight on despite discouragement. Kahit ano pang mangyari, kahit anong ilang lockdown pa, ang gawin nila, kung kasama mo si Lord, ikaw ay wagi at hindi talunan. Amen. Let me finish this one in verse 13. It says here, Sing to the Lord. Give praise to the Lord. 
He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. And despite all this negativity around you, despite all the discouragement that you have, and your mind is being tested over and over and over with the kind of news that you uh, receive daily and with the kind of money in the bank that you have with the with with this all these things even your your relationship with people are deteriorating take note be worshipful anyway praise god with your whole what here Praise God. Praise God. Jeremiah's despair turned to joy. His defeated attitude turned to triumph. His dismay to courage. The key that unlocked the door to victory was praise. Praise the Lord anyway. Kung meron kang tayo mamaya, balikan mo yung, yung worship song nitong, nitong Sunday worship natin. At kumanta ka. Kantahan mo ang Panginoon. Jeremiah triumphantly proclaimed, Sing to the Lord. Praise be to God. Praise the Lord. Praise is the one weapon in Christian's arsenal against which Satan has no defense. Walang kadepe-depensa sa praise. Naalala ko yung kanta. Huh? Shout hallelujah. I will shout hallelujah anyway. Diba? So, walang defense ang, pang, ang kaaway. Padating sa tinatawag na, na praise. When we praise God, we acknowledge that He is in charge. He can do what He wants, when He wants, and how He wants. He is in control of everything. And therefore, hindi ka dapat matatakot at yung discouragement ay malulusaw kapag ka ikaw ay nagpupuri sa Panginoon. Praise is more than just acknowledging God for the good that comes our way. Praise is accepting from God all that comes our way. Uh, both the good and the bad, the praise we offer when things don't go our way um, is far more precious to God than the praise we offer when all is well. Praise does praise recognizes a provider. Praise acknowledge a plan and praise accepts the presence, the present things that is happening and praise release the power. That's why we can endure all things through Christ who give us strength. Tandaan natin. The psalmist. Psalm 22 verse 3. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabits the praises of Israel. God actually dwells, inhabits, and resides in our praise. God's power and presence is near when we praise Him. And I'm not talking about an emotional praise. I am talking about a warrior praise. That everything, all things, all our life uh, belongs to God. And He is the center of our life. 
Let me close. Ah, with a legend that reveals the source of discouragement. Suppose the devil put his tools up for sale, marking each for public inspection. And nagyan niya ng price tag lahat ng mga tools niya, itong kaaway na to. Included hatred, envy, jealousy, deceit, lying, and pride. Merong mga tag price. Laid apart from this was the uh, a rather harmless looking but well-worn tool. Isang tool, discouragement. Marked at an extremely high price. Why the costly price? The devil answered this. Listen. Because it is more useful to me than the others. I can pry open a person's heart with that when I cannot get near her with the other tools. Once inside, I can make her do whatever I choose. It is badly worn because I use it on almost everyone since few people know it belongs to me. Many people succumb to this infamous tool of Satan. Discouragement. The tool of discouragement. Maybe you feel uh, this and it is and its effect right now. You can rise above discouragement, you know. Will you be honest? Tell God what you feel? Be obedient even though you are experiencing discouragement from left and right. Keep doing what you've been doing, what you've been God called you to do. Will you be watchful that God is with you all the time? Will you worship the Lord despite the fact that you are so discouraged in life? Hallelujah. I tell you, I tell you, this is so important. This is so important right now. And it is a challenge for us. Discouragement is from the devil. And I want you right now to shut discouragement by being honest, by being obedient, by being watchful and worshipful. It is a part of life, and yet it is a devil's tool. Don't be trapped on this tool of the enemy. God bless you.